Oh, hey. Sorry I didn't see you there. This is an audio medium. If you grew up on Disney Channel shows and DCOMs, my time mouse sheen is ready for you to take a journey back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! What is up, time travelers? Welcome back to the Time Mouse Sheen podcast with me, Becca Stogner. And me, Hunter Martin. Uh, Becca, I have something to confess. <gasps> Uh-oh. Um, what is your least favorite Selena Gomez song? Oh, um, the one that goes, I heard it, and then I've put it on a playlist because it's very catchy, and I've been listening to it. <gasps> it's catchy. You, you did this to spite me. It's so catchy. It's not. We found love one summer. You know what song? You other. know what songs are catchy, and what I watched this week after being <laughs> flogged with ads for it for months. We don't talk about Bruno. Encanto. I watched Encanto this week. I thought it was fine. That's how I thought too. Yeah, the songs were like by far the best part. Yeah, it was one of those movies. I said, "Oh, it's done." That's right. it. Okay. It was so it's so crazy to me that two of the songs are like in the top ten like of Billboard right now. Like it's it. We don't talk about Bruno beat Let It Go as the highest I know. charting. And now um, Surface Pressure just entered the top ten as well. Oh, it did. Song. It did. Do you not like that Oof. one? I just think it's <laughs> that one. I was like, I growing mowing or the way she yeah. sings kills me. It was weird. I mean, the movie itself was fine. Like, it was cute. Um, I fell asleep with about 30 minutes left to go, so I watched it in two sittings. Yeah. But what did you think about the We Don't Talk About Bruno now that you've seen I'd it heard the whole song already. It was my wedding day. So now it was just more in context, but... Yeah. I, I feel like- Actually, the song that's been stuck in my head the most is the opening number. Welcome to the, the family, family God. Yeah, that one. Time for a grandkid roundup. And then that part <laughs> at the end where she was like listing everybody's parts again really fast, and all the kids were like, Mirabel! Yeah, the the songs are very, very easy to do TikToks with. Yeah, I wonder if that was the point. Because I, I feel know. like I'm... almost all the marketing I've seen for Encanto is like primarily just it being all over my TikTok. I know the, and then I the, started getting ads, like actual ads for it after that, but I mostly heard about it through my TikTok. Yeah, the first song, the Grandkid Roundup song, mm. when people went home for the holidays, they'd be like, it's time for a Grandkid Roundup, and they would... Oh, I didn't get any of those. Oh, I saw those, but in, but they would be, but they would put the caption of like what they do instead of... Anyway. Yeah. Well, welcome the to the club. The thing that cracked me up the most was um, the donkeys and surface pressures. <sighs> Like, the way that they use the donkeys. Not because I thought it was genuinely funny, but just because I was like, what is happening? When they're, like, dancing? Yeah, when they were dancing, and then when she was, like, carrying a million of them on a scale. I don't know. Pressure. I also think it had trip. it had way too many characters. I guess that was the point, because it's a big family. She gets left I out. I guess. Spoiler. I don't know. Like, a lot of them just didn't get that much focus. Like I said, mm. the movie is fine. Maybe it's, it's fine. Encanto 2. Bruno's Revenge. <laughs> that's not the point uh, what is the point I'll tell you what the point is the point is to get to Disney 411 let's do it <laughs> <laughs> oh I dropped a coin right. in my bed <laughs> <laughs> please keep that in I will I dropped a crumb on my bed hit the intro <laughs> first news story we have a Disney delivery babies Nick- <laughs> this one was oh, a this surprise. Is, yeah, Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra welcome baby via surrogate. So Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra are walking into their biggest roles yet. The two are parents. The couple announced the happy news on the Instagram post on January twenty first, saying we are overjoyed to confirm that we have welcomed a baby via surrogate. We respectfully ask for privacy during this special time as we focus on our family. Concluding the post, thank you so much. And then of course people commented and all that stuff. The interesting news about this is there were rumors, very high rumors, that kept getting traction that they were 
separated. I think I saw something about that. Because she changed, because she was on Instagram, Priyanka Chopra Jonas mm-hmm. on Instagram. And that's what she went by. And then she changed it back to Priyanka Chopra. Interesting. So that's where. They threw everybody that, for a loop. Everyone's like, what? And they're like, they've said before that they don't live in the same place. Like she lives in London. What? And yeah, they don't really spend a lot of time together. From then how what are I, they going to raise a child? I don't know. <laughs> Um, but curious, or maybe she, maybe she will do all the raising while Nick will just kind of like be in and out. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure now that they have a child, they'll like make more of an effort. Do you to... think that um, the Jonas Brothers like are gonna do another album soon, or like? I mean, because if they are, then that means another tour cycle. I mean, Kevin has two kids. Joe has one kid. Joe has a kid. Yes. Since when? Since. Let me look. I yeah, him and his wife, paying, Sophia. I have not been paying attention. Daughter Willa. It can't be more than like a year or two. Yeah. Yeah, a year. J- okay. O- over the summer. Like last, like 2021? 2020. Okay. Yeah, Joe Jonas, Sophia Turner, welcome, baby girl named well, Willa, posted July 27th, 2020. They should change their name to the Jonas Daddies. And that's why you're not on their marketing team. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, congratulations to them. I guess this really means that Miley Cyrus and Nick Jonas will never get back together. Oh, rats. You just, like, imagine the collapse that would happen. I think that would be the last thing that ever happened in the universe that humanity saw. <laughs> and then the world. Like, that's like... some Armageddon stuff. Right. Right, all right, all right. Speaking of people who went to Camp Rock... <laughs> Demi Lovato holds a funeral for their pop music going punk rock. Demi in the news again uh, doing some crazy shit. All right. Demi Lovato <laughs> hosted a quote unquote funeral for their pop music career and announced they're going pop, I mean, going punk rock. Lovato posted a photo Thursday night giving the middle finger alongside a group of people, including their manager, Scooter Braun. The caption said, A funeral for my pop music. Um, oh, not Scooter Braun. Th- that's her. That's their manager. Ugh. The singer also posted multiple Instagram stories teasing new music. Braun, you can. I guess you can hear Braun screaming at the end. You put out whatever music you want, whenever you want, to break the rules. Okay. <laughs> and so, and the song that they shared. Here are some of the lyrics that you could hear. Get your tickets to the freak show, baby. Please step not right this. up. Please step. not this. <laughs> wait, wait. I'm not finished. I'm not finished. Get your tickets to the freak show, baby. Step right up to watch the freak go crazy. This is giving Pink's Funhouse from 2008. I loved that song. I did too. used to the be a fun house. house. That is one of the most. With evil clowns. That is one it's of the t- wait, most. I'm not, I'm not finished. Fire just finish? dance songs. Can I finish the lyrics? It's yes. time to start the countdown. We're gonna bring it. Five, four, three, three two, two, one. one. Um, yeah, one so, of the most flames just dance songs is Funhouse. But Demi is going pop. Why do I keep saying pop rock? Punk. Pop punk. And pop goes pop punk. And then Demi, the other day I saw, posted a photo of themselves back in during like get back times yeah and i the, mean if they gave us the, another get back i'd be happy but i don't think that's what's gonna happen well well they posted that photo of them performing a concert during that time and the caption said it wasn't a phase mom i said Ugh, here we go more like here we go again here we go again from <laughs> that song Song, Demi, just again. put out another just put out another heart attack please heart attack song please, please. Uh, i didn't like that song you didn't like that song i did not like a really any songs that demi lovato released from like 2011 onward sorry not sorry i hate that song <gasps> i love that song oh your taste is trash uh, <laughs> how dare you what demi what demi lovato song do you like what's your top 
Uh, probably Get Back or La La Land. I like the classics. Or don't the classics. Forget. Or Here We what Go about, Again. I really love that one. What about Give Your Heart a Break? I absolutely hate that song with every fiber of my being because it played really? at the McAllister's Deli that I worked at almost every day. <laughs> it's a great Walgreens song. <laughs> it is a it is a great Walgreens song, which means that I hate it as a about, as a retail and service employee. Do you know which song I do not like? What? From Demi Lovato. That's very popular, I think, in her in their uh, discography. Skyscraper. skyscraper. Yeah, skyscraper yeah. reeks. Like I skyscraper. I liked. I liked Cool for the Summer and um, and Confident. Like, oh, there's yeah. been a few songs here and there that I thought were fine, but I haven't really loved anything since the early days. Don't tell your mother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, I'm interested to see where this path goes. Demi will be listening. R.I.P. to your pop face. I guess. I don't trust that, but okay. Yeah, I was like, we'll see, we'll see. I think that's probably just a big marketing stunt for, like, a new album, and then they'll go right back to the same old. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the ghosts and the aliens love Skyscraper, so. Right, right. So, okay, we have an engagement announcement. Ooh. Macaulay Culkin and Brenda Song are officially engaged. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. They have a child. Maca- <laughs> Okay. I think this I thought they the, were already married. This is in the 1950s. <laughs> I know. I, d- I think I thought they were already married or at least engaged. All right. Macaulay but Culkin and Brenda Song are headed to the altar. The couple of four years and new parents to nine-month-old son Dakota are engaged, tells a source. Song was photographed sporting a diamond ring on her left hand while out and about in Beverly Hills. Macaulay Culkin and Brenda Song met on the set of Changeland in Thailand and were first romantically linked when they were spotted out in July 2017, grabbing dinner in an Italian restaurant in Los Angeles. So, well, good, good for, them. for them. What a power couple, if I say so. Yeah. Like, they're, they're such an interesting <laughs> bearing. I know. Brenda Song has a show on Hulu. I did not know. Oh, yeah. So, good for her. We love when Brenda Song gets work. Um, Macaulay Culkin doesn't need work because those Home Alone checks keep coming in every Christmas. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Um, I know. I remember like reading somewhere like how much he was paid for Home Alone too, and it was outrageous. I bet. But congratulations to them, and I love. I love love. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love love. That's gross. I love Brenda's song. That's okay, right? All right. That's all the Disney 4 on 1 for today, everyone. All right. Well, speaking of love and babies, families and new babies. Yes. Hang in there, baby. We're looking at another pilot episode that we haven't touched on before. The first episode of Good Luck Charlie. Yes, we are talking about the first ever episode of Good Luck Charlie. Title of the episode was called Study Date, aired on April 4th, 2010. The show lasted from April 4th, 2010 to February 16th, 2014. So that that episode is over 11 years old don't tell me so So my history with this oh yeah let's go um this uh, good luck charlie came out pretty much after i had already stopped watching disney channel Mm -hmm. on the regular um and the first episode this episode was available to download for free on itunes to like promote the show and i downloaded it and i watched it and i thought it was so funny and watching mm-hmm. it last night, I do not know what the hell I was thinking. <laughs> uh, yeah. I... It's moment. There's moments, I think, out of, like, the new Disney era. I guess mm-hmm. maybe it was one of the better ones. But it's still very much new Disney. And there's still a lot of jokes that were very, very cringy. Yeah. Like, if I... Um, it's, it's cringy. Do you know, there was a special premiere that this premiered after. Oh, do you remember? No, because I didn't watch it on the TV. Oh, it was it premiered after the Disney Channel premiere of High School Musical three. Interesting. So not even officially like a like a decom premiere. No, but it was like the television premiere of High School Musical three. Sure, but everybody had already seen it by then. 
<laughs> true, but still, it was like a big deal. What were they doing ch- not putting it on there for two years? Well, I guess you have to like, it came out what, 2008? Yeah. End of 2008? Yeah. You have to go like through, October, have to go through, September, October. They have to wait until... Um, the theater cycle ends around the world right and then the and then the dvds and then i guess you get the rights and i don't know how that works but i remember after seeing the pilot episode i liked it so much that i then spent the 3.99 or however much television episodes were for the mm-hmm. second episode to watch it and did not think that was nearly as funny and i have not seen an episode of good luck charlie past yeah. that so, there's a little background history of the show. Would you like me to enlighten you? Yes. Yes? All right. So, the creators of the show are quoted in saying, we wanted to do a show about a family, to bring back a family sitcom and make it about a real family, not wizards, nobody's a pop star, nobody has a TV show, and voila, and there's Good Luck Charlie. And Disney's president, Gary Marsh, said, because most network television abandoned the traditional sitcom, Disney has been able to snatch up a lot of experienced talent for behind the camera, including people who made the show and they also said unlike most previous disney channel series such as sunny with a chance hannah montana or crane the house both parents are seen in the duncan family it was quoted in saying it felt like the right time to have a show with two parents to debunk the myth that disney never has the mom in the picture this was also the first show with two mommies first yeah later on it was the first show the first two uh gay couple and so yeah they kind of wanted to go back in in genres of where no one has a secret no one has like an extraordinary uh inciting incident yeah you know just it's just a typical uh it's just a show. family with a lot of kids and it's all tied together by the older sister teddy played by bridget mendler she finally got her starring role after getting finally. bumped around for a million years that's um, when you know someone's about to be on a show because if you keep seeing them in your Disney Channel yeah, shows. Yeah, they're trying to find them something. And they found her this. And she she's the middle child, so she's after PJ, played by Jason Dolly. Who, this was the era of Jason Dolly. I know. On Disney he was Channel. everywhere. Like, he was everywhere. He was but everywhere. Teddy makes these video diaries for her sister Charlie, the baby, where she like vlogs the family and talks to Charlie. And then they always end with her saying... If you think that you can blah, 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 well, good luck, Charlie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, originally, she was going to sign off with Love, Teddy. Like, give the advice and say, like, Love, Teddy. Mm-hmm. And that was going to be the title of the show. Love, Teddy. Yeah, but they decided not to because they didn't want it to just... Cause, so, like, the history of, like, Good Luck, Charlie is they mm-hmm. didn't want to do Love, Teddy because they felt that was, like, too much of, like, a quote-unquote, like, girly title. Like, love. Teddy, Teddy like, is not a girl's name. Do we know think, what Teddy we... is short for? Um, if I had to no. guess, it would be Theodora, which is atrocious. Maybe. And why would you name anyone that? But for, I just, I hate that her name is Teddy. I really and do. So, and then they said they didn't want the word baby in the title. Because then everyone would think it's like a really young hey people show. Hey, baby. So th- that, that's why they said the baby was, Charlie was originally named Daisy. But the producers thought that Charlie was a general name that could attract anyone to watch. How do you feel about this theme song? Um, I mean, it's, I don't know. I mean, you have the Disney star singing the theme song, so that's fun. I like it. I think it's fine. Yeah, I think it's fine. It's nothing, I mean, it's no That's a Raven theme song. Well, no, of course not. I, I think I would I would rank this theme song below or maybe just on par of uh, Sunny with a Chance. Yeah, I would say top top three are definitely Hannah Montana, That's a Raven. Kim Possible. Kim Possible. And then Good Luck Charlie is definitely in the top ten, I'd say. Yeah, it's maybe. fine. If top it's, 10, it's better than Shake 11. It Up, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but everything well, any, is. Everything is. <laughs> All right, so should we get into the show? Yes. So I guess the overall premise of this episode is that the mom, played by a huge anti-vax crazy person, that we've discussed this on the show before because she lives almost where I live. Mm-hmm. And has described herself as a California immigrant and is just generally a conservative bitch. Um, Lee Allen Baker 
is going back to work at the hospital for the first time since Charlie was born. And Teddy is trying to have a cute boy over to study. And this cute boy is played by another conservative fuck. Do you know, are you aware of the God's Not Dead franchise? I've heard of it, never seen it. So the, the guy who plays the boy that's coming over to study with Teddy is the lead in the first God's Not Dead. And he's also in the third one. You do a two-foot check. <laughs> <laughs> I don't <gasps> he know was, that I would. He was also a dancer in High School Musical 2. Stop it. Was he? So, there you go. Oh, God. He, he, he traded the Disney life for the He for also the dated Bridget Mendler from oh. 2011 to 2015. So, he was dating Bridget Mendler while he was doing God's Not Dead and she was okay with it? You do two for a check. I would not. <laughs> Maybe I need that's to look up if Bridget Mendler is a uh, is Republican. Real quick, hang on. She posted something about Christina Blase Ford. Oh, that's her aunt. Yeah, but it yeah. was in support of her, so that bodes well. And they're not together anymore, so that's what's important. She's over at the house with this boy trying to have a study date, a little study smooch, and things are just going awry around the house. Yes. Amy, who's the mom, is drenched in sweet peas. At the start of this, yeah, she's trying to feed I said, jeez. The sight of that woman makes me angry. So, (laughs) you are an only child. Yes, I am. I am one of four. Yes. So, so this was your life, basically. This was, and I was. I'm the second oldest, so I am. You're Teddy. I am, I'm Teddy, baby. You. But I was. I was nine. No, I was six when my youngest sibling was born. Well, they did so. say that Charlie was a surprise. <gasps> yeah, she said it was a surprise, and mm-hmm. I said, "Not an uh oh, baby." <laughs> Hey, uh oh, baby, things are great. <laughs> but um, yes. So Jason Dolly before this was in Cory in the House. Yes. And obviously that Cory in the House did not last long. So they're like, oh, we like Jason Dolly. Let's put him on another show. Wasn't he in another show too? I think he was just in Cory in the like a starring, but he was in a lot of decoms in between. Yeah, he was in Hatching Pete and um, Minutemen. Minutemen. And then Read It and Weep. Oh my gosh! Okay, yeah, he wasn't a in a bunch of decoms. So they kept him like in the family until they could find like the right part for him. But I said, of course, Jason Dolly is. But Jason Dolly's playing another rocker because he played that in in Corey in the House. Well, he. I mean, he has the hair for it. Yeah, but he. Of course, you you kind of get the same tropes like, oh, the older brother's dumb. Yeah. The middle child, Gabe, who was the youngest, is now the middle child, and he feels forgotten. Well, the, of course he feels forgotten. The dad doesn't know anything about him. Oh, yeah. And then the trope of Bob, <laughs> the exterminator, I, the dad. I like Bob. Is a, I like Bob, too, but it's just like, oh, the dad doesn't know anything. Yeah. I think Bob is giving a slightly toned down David DeLuise. Oh, yeah. In this. Like, he has his say, manic moments, and I think yeah. he's shouldering a lot of the comedy. But he's not, en- like, mugging like David DeLuise. I love to say I did enjoy everyone's performance. I thought everyone was good. I didn't um, think anyone. Oh, you didn't think PJ's friend? I didn't mind him. I, I didn't, didn't think a- care for that performance. I didn't think anyone was like, like remember when we did Wizards of Waverly Place the first episode. Mm-hmm. David DeLuise and Jake T. Austin were all like on a different wavelength than the rest of the cast. Yeah, in terms of performance, I felt like everyone. Was on the same show. Yeah, this this style blends like this. Why, like I said, that he's doing a more muted version of that, so that like it all blends together. Yeah, and I do think like everyone has really great chemistry. Yeah, and I love to say I remember the show being different because the parents were like still heavily featured; and they weren't just like in the background. Yeah, and I think that's what this they, house they intended to for the salaries of a pest control mm. person and a nurse put together. Nurse. This house is nice. Yeah. It's nice as hell. Yeah, it's a nice house. And then they have a freaking framed picture of a bug on the wall. They have a stained (laughs) glass window in their stairway to the upstairs. 
Amy has a stained sweatshirt and, and they have a stained glass window. fully furnished basement. The basement room was the coolest room in the house. Yeah, and doesn't Teddy live down? Like, that's Teddy's room. Oh, I will also remember watching the show, the couple of episodes I've seen, is their refrigerator is a chalkboard. Yeah, that was cool. I liked that. Um, my sister, my older sister growing up, her wall was a chalkboard. Like, they, they put, like, I don't know how you do it. I also but, really liked, it was kind of a nice touch. There was, like, a, a pillow on the couch with spiders on it. Yeah, I was but like, it was I, don't like decor- live- I don't know, I liked it. I don't want to live in a, I don't, I don't want to live in a world. I don't want to live in a house that has, like, little, the, the, the aesthetic is bugs. <laughs> no, I know, it's so on the nose, because he's a pest control person, which means he's killing bugs, and your house is bug-themed. Yeah, it's not bug-free oh, if it's on the couch. But so, obviously, with a baby, you can only film with a baby for so long. Sure. And they and usually they would do like twins, so you can swatch them, uh, switch them in and out. This is just one girl. Just one girl. A la, you would think they would do like a full house thing where they uh, did like Mary Kay and Ashley played Michelle, and so they would switch out. No, it was just one girl. My favorite thing watching this episode is when you can tell it's a doll playing charlie mm-hmm. because <laughs> like when she a, gets yeeted halfway all of a sudden <laughs> you can see they're like swaddling charlie and you can like clearly see her face and then it cuts back and all of, all, all of a sudden charlie like grows like 12 inches and her face is like buried in someone's shoulder charlie said, is, is really long, only baby. in the opening scene and then the scene where she gets yeeted through the air but like her spirit roams the entire episode. Um, oh, yes. I okay. knew you were gonna take any opportunity you could to bring up Full House, and you disgust me. Okay, <laughs> during the reviews of this show, they compared it to Full House. Did they? Just well, they compared it to like the TGIF shows of the nineties. Hunter has said many times that he thinks that the performance of Mary Kate Nashley Olsen as Michelle Tanner <laughs> is the Carol Burnett of the '90s, and I have never heard a more toxic statement in my life. Okay, I'm saying like 95% joking, obviously. I don't know five, if you are. But the five percent, you can't tell me when Mary Kate and Ashley said "You got it, dude." It wasn't like, okay, that's comedy. I, you know, I don't like Full House. Ugh. I don't. I never have. Ugh. Our friendship's on the rocks. Fine. In front of everyone who's listening. <laughs> DM us. Okay. DM us if you like Full House. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> sure. We'll be expecting. Just kidding. But so <laughs> before you, before I, because I do want to do a deep dive in the, the Charlie yeeting. <laughs> well, that's later in the episode. I know, but we're, we kind of touched upon it, but yeah. you... You and it get so Charlie. I'm not Charlie. This is oh, and we always uh, we always love to play. Is this the first episode that they mm-hmm. ever filmed? And the it's yes, this is the first episode they ever filmed. First episode Yay. ever shown. And this is a good way of setting up the story because mm-hmm. this is the first vlog. <laughs> Teddy's the first vlogger. Do you think yeah, this is made the, now? The setup was. I mean, you don't need to do a whole lot of setup for a premise like this, but she did, like, because it was the first vlog, she was, like, introducing everyone, which was Yeah, nice. so you, like, really get a, and she said, like, the mom's going back to which work. Which is how so... we find out how much, I I was like, does the father hate Gabe? Because he doesn't <laughs> know the name of the school that he goes to, and then he gets his birthday later in the episode completely wrong. Okay, and I Gabe sneaks say... into the neighbor's house and binge eats in the neighbor's house. Like, this child needs help. Okay, in, in Bob's defense, growing up as one of four siblings, there were many times when my mom was trying to get my attention, and she literally, and my dad, would literally just do the Rolodex of all the siblings until they got to my day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that I understand, just... but, like, it... The way that they played it in this episode, it was just that it was specifically him that they didn't know about, not any of Well, it's like, it's it's the Jan Brady effect. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. Well, Gabe also has the worst jokes in the episode. He he calls Teddy's stud, uh, study date a studly date, which yes. made me wretch a little bit. <laughs> Because the man shows yeah. up in a in a sweater vest over just like a red t shirt, which is yeah, a, I noticed a atrocious that. outfit. Did you notice when bef- so before all that happens, Amy, 
the mom is like really worried because this is the first time she's going back to work since Charlie was born. Mm-hmm. And so she's like just giving Bob all the rules, what to what to do, down, what to what to do. And Teddy wants a study date with uh, Spencer. That's his name, and he's not allowed to come over or something like that. She was going to go then, to the library to meet him, and now she yes. can't. She can't go out to meet him, so he has to come there. Yeah. And did you? They said the title of the of the show. When Amy left, she looked to Charlie and said, "Good luck, Charlie." So what did? Okay, so then obviously Spencer comes and they're trying to. You know, they're flirting a little bit. Mm-hmm. They're doing their times tables and then. Times flirting. tables. They're studying for biology. <laughs> Whatever. Well, they ha- they're studying chemistry right now. Yeah, well, he's like, I forgot my book. And she's like, you can share mine. And she scoots next to him. Yeah. And, and then like, oh, Gabe, they're pencils. like, they have a moment where they're about to kiss. And then Gabe pops up and does the classic, like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. How long do you think he was hiding under, uh, behind the couch? Oh, I'm sure for quite a while. If not the what whole if he did time. It? What if he did not He was just like, oh my gosh, I want them to kiss. And then they're interrupted again by uh, PJ playing music in the basement. And Spencer goes, oof, sounds like that weird PJ kid lives next door to you. Which, how does he not know? Like, y'all have the same last name and they look alike. I mean, <laughs> there were many. It depends. I guess. How, I, how I feel is, like if somebody in my class had a sibling that also went to my school, like, I knew about it. Well, it depends. I don't know what the age difference is. But between when I got to high school... And my siblings, so all my siblings are three years apart. So by the time yeah. one sibling was a, se- a freshman, the other sibling was a senior. So it depends. So if, if someone in the freshman class don't really, you, you'd be surprised how many of my siblings' friends are like, oh, you have another brother? I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it, de- it depends on if they run in the same circles. Well, Teddy goes downstairs into the really cool basement to tell PJ to turn the music down and his I can't remember his friend's name Emmett Emmett that's PJ and the vibe so Emmett is the vibe and he's like flirting with Teddy in a most disgusting way because he's the Disney Channel trope of like oh we're in love but we've never spoken and we're dating but we've never spoken (laughs) so they have that horrible interaction and then Bridget Mendler gives us, because Disney Channel loves a, I'm going to shove this up your ass joke. Yeah. She gives us, like, she unplugs his, um, the cord to his amp, and she's like, what does she say? She goes, if you don't stop this, I'm going to plug this some, somewhere else. Or yeah. Like that. Which, uh, which you're like, ooh. <laughs> this, Good Luck Charlie, in this episode in particular for me, felt like it was just bulldozing over all the Disney Channel tropes and hitting them hard. Yeah. So was, you have yeah. like you have somebody pretending to be somebody else with a with a be, with a bullshit gibberish name. Yeah. You have a dad hamming it up. You have a stick it up your ass joke. You have the best friend in love with a sibling. Yeah. You have siblings interrupting some kind of romantic chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The laugh track rolling under nothing being funny. That kills me when someone's <laughs> like, wow, nice water bottle. What? <laughs> like when the, this is a little bit later, but um, when they're in the hospital and PJ is pretending to be the doctor and he goes into the, the room with the kid with the fish hook in his lip. Mm-hmm. It was like as soon as he went in there, that whole scene was just. <laughs> I mean, Jason Dolly comedy. Jason Dolly comedy king. No, he is not. He wasn't in so many Disney Channel shows to let us down. I will not call Jason Dolly the king of anything. Okay, well, can you call the Olsen twins the Carol Burnett of the 90s? No! Fine, fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then Bridget Mendler, after giving the um, shove it up where the sh- sun don't shine joke, she goes upstairs and then uh, continues to flirt with Spencer. And then the dad comes downstairs and is like, what are you doing? And he trips. This is when that happens. And this is he the is- scene that, yeah, go ahead. They have him in slow-mo clunking down every single stair. He's like, doing... giving a face with well, each stair that he hits. He's doing the Corbin booty bounce. <laughs> but it's against his will. It's, yeah, Corbin's booty bounce. He's like, y'all about to see me bounce. And then, of course, you and have then, Bridget Mendler in slow-mo going, no. 
and then and, and then you see Spencer the shot of doing live the same. action Charlie flying <laughs> through the air. And then you see, but then everyone's in slow mo. So Spencer's yeah. saying no because he's also in the living room. But then it cuts to Gabe, who's been complaining that he has not been fed all day. Mm-hmm. And he's slow mo eating a sandwich, a half eaten sandwich in the fridge, which yeah. is what prompts him, I guess, to sneak into the neighbors and yeah. eat all of her food. But so the way it's filmed and the way it looks is Charlie is flying mm-hmm. through the air, like, up to the ceiling. Like, she could, like, grab onto the fan and Like, you go. could hear the, like, whoo, like, the air and, sounds that are, like, under a... And then, obviously, it cuts to a, a doll clopping into Bob's arms. And I said, if that really happened, I feel like Charlie's neck would have snapped in half. Yeah, she would have... If she flew that high and that far and then fell back into... Like, there's no way. Like, I will. My my dad did drop me once when he was carrying me down the stairs and he fell. Mm -hmm. But it was a it was very different from this (laughs) because I was like five or six. Like I remember it. Yeah, it was scary. I fell off my parent. (laughs) You're still a little shook by it. Sometimes it was frightening. (laughs) You really can't walk with your dad ever the same again, huh? (laughs) Well, he doesn't carry me downstairs anymore. That'd be more frightening. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, I fell off my parents' bed when I was like one or two and broke my arm. Weird. But that's <laughs> that's kind of rough. So then the dad thinks he broke his tailbone or whatever, so he tells PJ that he needs to be driven to the hospital. So then Teddy has to watch the baby. Yeah. And so then, so obviously ruining her study day, but then it cuts to pj driving the bob to the hospital and this is where i didn't know what was happening because it was just so random yeah this scene was weird because pj would just be like just say like they're most like a mad lib in human form it it didn't make any (laughs) sense to me yeah it was a really weird in between scene but they get to the hospital and the dad is like we have we can't let your mom know that we're here yeah because they go to because it's the hospital that she works at. Yeah. And and uh, Bob is like, okay, PJ, you just gotta blend in. And then PJ goes, like, points to his face. And Which like, why doesn't he just sit in the damn room with his father to blend in? Because I think they have to go get someone. What? Or something. No, that doesn't there's make a, any sense. There's a if reason PJ has to leave. I don't know. But like he, he puts point, on the doctor's. But, but wait, coat. wait, wait, wait. I I have to talk about this. But he points to his face and is like. It's really hard for this to blend in. It's like the amount of confidence to know that. How is it hard uh, yeah, to blend in when you're blonde and white? He's just saying he's good looking. <laughs> Can't relate. Okay, well, if you're blonde and white and good looking, that's like the most easily blendinable type of person in existence. <laughs> blendinable. <laughs> it's just that's just facts. But that's what he like. The mom is passing by or something, so he throws on the doctor's coat real quick, thinking that'll be a disguise. And of course, the doctor's last name is something like Kugabuka Doc Doc or something. What is it? I don't remember. <laughs> Some, something that doesn't match with PJ. No, of um, course not. Let me not. see. I want to see if it was I can giving see. it was giving Prince Shamalama Ding Dong vibes. Prince Shamalama Ding Dong. I don't see where it says. Oh, Doctor. <gasps> Chandra <laughs> Sh- Sh- uh, Swallen. Chandra Swallen. S. Okay, everyone, get out your. This is your. This is your wordle. Wordle of the day. Uh, wordles are five letters, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> the advanced version. Okay. C H A N D R A. Chan. S U. L E D uh L E W A N. I don't even know. Chandra Swallen. Would you say Chandra Swallen? Yeah, it's it's just a, a Disney Channel gibberish bullshit name. Yeah, of course. Um, which oh, then leads him to have a like he ducks into this curtained room to get away from the ma, which leads him to this scene where he like pretends to be the doctor of this little boy who has a fish hook in his lip and is in there alone with no Yeah, parents. I was wondering where's his dad? His dad is allegedly the one that hooked him. So like where is the dad? Someone probably called CPS on him. <laughs> Mate. 
Maybe. But of course he makes some terrible they joke need to call about CPS. him being like a big fish. Honestly, and... someone needed to call CPS on Bob Duncan after the way he <laughs> yeeted Charlie. It wasn't his fault. Imagine, imagine Spencer like <sighs> gradually like, gets his phone. It's like, boop, 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 boop. Um. <laughs> yeah. Also, throughout this episode, they dubbed in Charlie doing the generic baby sounds that are in like literally yeah. every... Like the Barbie baby games of like 05. Yeah. There's one that's like, <laughs> ooh. It's like, <laughs> yeah. The most so while, so while Bob is in the hospital, like waiting to get his x rays back, and PJ is moonlighting as a doctor helping <laughs> this little boy. This is not a very well hospital if someone could just do this. I know. It cuts to now, uh, cuts back to the house, and Bri- Bridget Miller. Bridget Miller is. Um, babysitting Charlie. She's like rocking Charlie and singing to her in the kitchen. And Spencer. Spencer comes in and like puts his arms around her I and said, they have they like are a playing... family moment. I know. I said they're playing house. Y'all are playing house and y'all haven't kissed? Yeah. I said, ooh. It was and weird. Then, it... then of course Emmett comes in and was like, what are you doing my girlfriend? And like. And he's like, it's not your girlfriend. And he, like, um, tries to start a fight with Spencer, and then as soon as Spencer stands up and he sees that he's taller than him, he's like, you can walk me to my bike! <laughs> Where he's like, do you want to take bike. this outside? And then he stands up and he's like, so you can walk me to my bike! <laughs> Which, I'm only laughing because that was bad. My only genuine laugh in this episode, I'm furious that it came from the mouth of Lee Allen Baker. But... Okay, she's... okay. To separate the art from the artist, she's good in this show. Yeah, she is. Amy Duncan is funny. Um, there, I said it. I laughed when she comes into the room and she sees Bob and PJ there. And then he kind of mm-hmm. tells her what happened. And she's like, you promised you wouldn't drop this one. I know. That was my only genuine like chuckle. Mm-hmm. But before we get to that, you see while <laughs> Spencer and Teddy have a... <laughs> warm that moment family was moment. so weird. It really was. It was like this is inappropriate. It was so weird. Um, she gets a call from from Miss Dabney, who's next door, and apparently Gabe went over next door and is eating Miss Dabney out, out of house and home. Which this woman is unreasonably cruel to a starving little boy. If I do remember throughout the show, a lot of Gabe's storylines are like him and Miss Dabney, like. Have going beef. at it or something well, yeah okay it, with context sure but like out of context if i live next door to a home and one of the children was in my home gobbling up my food i would assume that something was severely wrong <laughs> yeah so after teddy gets that call from miss dabney you can hear her on the phone <laughs> and she's like gabe get away from that pie <laughs> so teddy's like okay spencer you stay here me and charlie are going to go next door and then it cuts back to the hospital and Amy and Bob and PJ just kind of have a heart to heart because now Amy finds out what happened. Yeah, and she feels that... bad and she was like, I can't believe, like, I, there's no way I can go back to work. Yeah, and I feel like this is a good representation of, uh, uh, for kids about mm-hmm. how it's hard for moms who go back to work and trying to, and they just feel like everything's going wrong. Well, and... My first thought, I I had forgotten upon first viewing of this that Amy was a nurse. Yeah. And so when they introduced Bob as a pest control specialist, I was like, not that house on that salary. Yeah. So. But I I just, because I I guess you wouldn't, this is just like, the I mean, every show is different, but I think this is what sets this show apart, that it's not about anyone having special powers or. Yeah. Um, like the main plot is like one of the storylines is that the mom just feels bad that she has to go back to work yeah rather than an episode that came on before from another show is so and so had to sneak into the school after hours and disguise themselves as the janitor (laughs) which I'm sure given Disney Channel's history the second episode I'm sure Charlie is disguised as a bunny (laughs) to get somewhere Where's she going? She's a baby. I don't know. Exactly. She's like, I gotta get out of this house before I get yoinked again. <laughs> right. Charlie's guard is up after today. <laughs> She's like, nine months on this earth, and I'm already almost all heaven. 
So nine then, months? Fine. I don't know if she's that old. That's what they said. Nine she months. ain't walking. Don't you usually walk by then? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it said nine months. Like it's she's like it's been nine months since I've been to work. I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just like that. I don't know if that baby is on the old. I mean, I could be wrong. We'll, I don't know a lot about children because I don't like them, so I don't invest my time into that. Okay. Um. So then we get a nice scene of Teddy retrieving <laughs> Gabe from Miss Dabney's house. Yeah, they have a moment on her porch instead of going home first. Right. Get off my get off my <laughs> property. Do your heart to heart. Right. Like please. I I was waiting for her to throw the blinds open and be like, get off my porch. That would have been a good button to the scene. Yeah, it kind of would have been funny. But yeah, they just have a nice little chat about being the middle kid because now Gabe is the middle child and how that feels being like having a new person in your family. I guess it helps that I was young enough. Yeah. Isn't I everyone, think been... if you're not the oldest or the youngest, aren't you always a middle child? Yeah. So then Teddy is also now a middle child. Yeah, but she was always the middle child. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm sorry, until Gabe came along, and that's what she was, like, sharing. She was like, I was young, too, and before you came, which is Oh, pain. yeah, she says that she didn't warm up to him until he peed on PJ. Yeah, and Which then, then of Charlie, course, causes Charlie to barf on Teddy. Barf on Teddy. But I, I thought it was a nice scene, again. It was, it was, it was fine. It was just showy. I remember... See, like, I was... So, my brother... So it's my sister, me, my brother, and my younger sister. So I was three when my brother was born. So I was always the middle kid. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> I am the Teddy. I'm the Teddy of the universe. Is that why you're messed up? It's, that's why I need to start vlogging and giving people advice. <laughs> Hang in there, baby. But it was nice. So then they go back to the house. And Charlie's taking a nap. And Gabe is playing video games. So Spencer and Charlie, um, well, Spencer and Teddy are finally alone. But, and they try to, because every time they try to kiss, they get interrupted. And they try to finally kiss again when Spencer's going home. And then Bob and PJ storm in. And Bob is high as a kite. On pain medicine. And he said he bruised his coccyx, which is the medical term for tailbone. But then he won't stop screaming coccyx. And I was like, is this supposed to be a cock joke like are y'all just trying to say cock i think I hope was, not but i don't know he was going at it, was, it i think it was just to be stupid probably and he's like out of his mind well then he like he shakes teddy's hand like she's spencer to say good night and then kisses spencer on the cheek which then later, when Char- um, when Teddy's making the vlog for Charlie, prompts her to say that dad stole her first kiss, which I'm like, that doesn't count. Right. But, you know, like, the whole the whole study day was to get their first kiss. And now I'm like, oh, so this, I'm assuming this is not their first meeting. They've been talking and now yeah, they're alone. Yeah, it's probably just, like, their first time, like, hanging out outside Hanging school. out. Um, well, because she, yeah, she then- gets a text from him. Later, like while she's yeah. making the vlog, she gets a text from him that he wants to hang out at his place. She, when she first opens it, I thought she would start squealing, and she's just like, "I got a text." Like she doesn't sound that excited about it. <laughs> I'm thankful that she's not screaming. I guess, you know? which then leads That's her to be like, "If you ever think you can bring a a boy home to introduce him to the family, well, good good luck, Charlie." Luck, Charlie. <laughs> And that was the first episode. Ah, blah, 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 of... The post credit scene. What was the post credit scene? The horror. So there was that moment where um, PJ walked in on that big, fat, hairy man patient. And oh, he was like, yeah. are you here to give me a sponge bath? And PJ was like, no. Isn't it weird, like, in, in, in kid shows, like, what? There's a normal... lot of jokes about sponge baths. It's like what normal <laughs> things that people, like, have to to do is like turn into like ooh that's nasty like the amount of times kids made like jokes like ooh you gotta put ointment on Mm -hmm. you know yeah just like general old people health issues yeah it's like yes I gotta put ointment on I have a rash ew your orthopedic sandals yeah yeah so (laughs) the episode ends with PJ back in the hospital for some reason using like a fake arm to give this guy a sponge bath 
And this man, well, he says something about like, have you ever considered shaving like everywhere? And the man's like, I did last week. And then PJ keeps scrubbing him and he lifts his foot up and is waggling his foot in the air and like panting like a dog. So that's where the episode ends is on that disgusting note. And this show is set up from there. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, anywhere but up. So what do you, what are your overall feelings now that we've uh, re-watched this? I mean, like I said, for some reason, I had remembered thinking that this was really, really funny. I didn't feel that way about it this time. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that it's fine. I mean, obviously, I, I thought it was funny when I was like, 13 or 14 so i'm sure for the kids at the time it was perfectly acceptable yeah um as far as just the quality of the show in general it's not that bad the family dynamic is good that's probably the best thing about it um Uh nobody's giving a bad performance there's a couple of jokes at least so it's it's like a six out of ten for me i would say so like what's like god tier disney channel for us Raven and Sweet Life for me. Raven Sweet Life. What is like? We don't want to touch the show with a nine foot pole. Shake it up. Shake it up. Okay, so like or in um, between Bizarre Vark. <laughs> no, I I would say, Shake It Up and Ant Farm are like literally like make my skin crawl. Yeah, Ant Farm Ant. sucks ass. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. But anyway. It, I would say Good Luck Charlie is... It's like, if there's a Disney Channel mid-tier, I'd say it's probably like mid of the mid-tier. Right. I say it's above Jonas and Sunny with a Chance for me. For I sure. don't know if I... I guess I would put it above Sunny with a Chance. I don't think I would put it above Sweet Life on Deck. Oh, I would put it above Sweet Life on Deck. What? Yeah. Blasphemy. When we talk about Sweet Life on Deck, which eventually we will, I did not. Li- I didn't like it as a kid either. I mean, it, it was a disappointment, but I feel like any element of Sweet Life is better than. I don't know. I, I would say, yeah. We'll we'll see how I feel about it when we get there, but. Yeah. So, should we enter? It's time for a brand new segment. We did it last week. Called WWRD. What would, what would Raven, Raven do? do? Yep, that's me. So, Becca, we got asked the question, if Raven wasn't Good Luck Charlie, Raven Baxter, what yeah. would she do? So I would assume... How would she handle something? I would assume that puts Raven in the role of, like, Teddy. Right, and it could be so, Raven is with the family or Raven is, like, a character. I always like to... If I'm doing it for a fiction show, I like to imagine, like, if she is the lead instead of who is okay, actually the so, lead. So if she is taking over the role of Teddy, her, mm-hmm. like, well, of course, as soon as Charlie spit up on her, we would have gotten a, you're nasty. Uh, you're, na- you're nasty. <laughs> um, she would have chased Gabe around the house after he interrupted that kiss. She would have wanted to murder him. She'd be like, Gabe, I ain't playing with you. <laughs> <laughs> and I bet if, if Raven was in the show and the dad handed, <laughs> handed, her the baby she'd be like i don't know what to do with this she'd be like dad take it back take it back dad take it dad the plot would be like they kept reminding raven that she would have to babysit but she would like and then the and then the mom would be like raven you told you babysit today she'd be like i told you what keep it a what sorry mom she'd be making the vlogs and be like you're nasty little baby interrupting my kiss tonight but you still kind of cute though, like something like that. Like she'd she'd yeah. redeem it. Yeah. What would be instead of good? Would it, her sign off still be good luck, Charlie? I guess it would have to be. Yeah. She'd probably be like, "Well, good luck, Charlie." Like it would be. It'd probably be more sarcastic than because some oh, of the no. good luck Charlies are sarcastic, and some of them I think are genuine. But yeah, I think Raven and Raven's good be. about being genuine. Uh, Raven, Raven, Raven. All right. Okay, so you know what else? It's time for... It's time to read. Time to read. You're reading Disney Channel. All right, this segment is called You're Reading Disney Channel. 
We do this segment when we're talking about a specific TV show or movie, and since we're talking about the very first episode of Good Luck Charlie called Study Date, we're reading a scene from Good Luck Charlie. So this is what you need to know for this scene. This is after Teddy retrieves Gabe from next door at Miss Dabney's house after he's been eating her out of house and home. So they have a heart-to-heart about how he is no longer the youngest one of the family. So, Becca, would you like to be Teddy or would you like to be Gabe? Do you want to step into your Teddy shoes? (laughs) Fulfill the role you were always sure. born to play. Since, since I, I know what it's be like, I know what it's <laughs> like to be the second child of four kids. All right. And Gabe feels like an only child at this point because he feels like no one is, everyone's forgetting him. So true. All right. I will also play the role of Charlie's barf, <laughs> so I'm double cast. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> I know. I can't believe it. <laughs> I got. I had a good monologue at my audition. <laughs> And I gave the director $20. <laughs> All right. So I am playing Teddy and slash Charlie's barf. <laughs> and you are playing Gabe. All okay. right. And action. What are you doing? Oh, so now you're suddenly interested in me? Gabe, you're my little brother. I've never been interested in you. I'm kidding. What's going on? Ever since the baby arrived, everyone's been ignoring me. I feel like I'm invisible. I'm just the loser middle kid like you. Just because I'm a middle kid doesn't make me a loser. Then what does make you a loser? I'm not a loser, okay? And I was a baby once, and then you came along, and I was not happy about it. But then you peed on PJ, and I thought, hey, give this kid a shot. Look, someday you're going to feel the same way about Charlie that I feel about you. Well, how do you feel about me? Um... Let's put it this way. The hottest guy in school is at our house right now, and I'm here with you. Aw, look how cute she is. I am warming up to her already. And scene. How was my barf? It's pretty good. All you right. forgot to do that. <laughs> oh, okay, double cast. <laughs> you could have been the coo. You could have been the, the cooing. <laughs> the coo wasn't written in the script. Oh, yeah. Improvised. Okay, I thought since it's Good Luck Charlie has, like, a really good theme, you know? Mm-hmm. I thought, inst- and we, you know, we usually give our Disney Channel lessons. Our Disney Channel lesson, yeah. I'd say let's give Charlie a Good Luck Charlie advice from this episode. Okay. Instead of a Disney Channel lesson of today. What, what is what is the, the advice we're going to give Charlie based off what we saw today? I would say... And you have to end it with Good Luck Charlie. If you're ever if you're ever carrying your future child down the stairs and you don't watch where you're going, well, good luck, Charlie. Uh, my advice for Charlie would be: if your big sister's babysitting you and her study date is around the corner, and all of a sudden they're pretending to play house, good luck, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. Um, okay, missed opportunity for. Because Charlie, the actress, is what? 11 now? Yeah. 12? Probably. Prime reboot material. No. Of Charlie. <laughs> don't well, now that the mom say is, that. Now that the mom is a California immigrant, I don't think she's come back for it. <laughs> no. I don't think Disney would want her after the fool she's made of herself in the media. Maybe, maybe Charlie can go to like a boarding school or something. And I can't find the tweet either, but I remember seeing, like, when she was going viral for saying all that stuff, like, Eric Allen Kramer, who plays the dad, tweeting something about being like, not my wife. Like, he was, he was definitely like, hell no. Like, we don't associate with her anymore. We don't talk about Leanne Allen. (laughs) Well, that's a way to tie it back all together. Right. Thank you. Full circle moment. That's what I'm here for. Okay. Becca, if people want to see how um, you hang in there, baby, where can they find you? You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Heyo, it's Becca, spelled H-E-Y-O. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Becca Stogner. Dwindling number of Robin Williams movies left, so if you want to get in on that before I finish the series, or just go back and, and binge all the old ones, you can subscribe to my channel. 
My other podcast is called Youth Group Survivor Support Group. We are recording new episodes this Sunday, so we will start dropping those next month. Ooh. We are YGSSG Podcast on all the socials. Uh, this episode was a little bit of a hint of a Time Machine uh, YGSSG crossover event because we've <gasps> reviewed the God's Not Dead movies on our podcast that star the guy that played spencer in this episode oh i thought you were hitting me with like a surprise i didn't even know i was like we're doing a crossover episode no i mean obviously at some point we would really like to but um mm-hmm. it was like a perfect... little mini like a little mini content crossover i have a perfect idea for the crossover episode when we get to it when that idea comes all i'm saying that that kind of that kind of blends in the the best of anyway we'll talk we'll talk all right um if you want to see how i hang in there baby you can follow me on Instagram at H. Uh, <laughs> you can follow me on. I just malfunctioned. <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at uh, Real Hunter Martin, Twitter H. Cameron Martin. And if you want to keep up to date with all things about the Time Machine Podcast, we're on all the social medias: Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Just type in the Time Machine Podcast. You'll find us on all those. Rate and review us. Uh, leave us a comment. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you want to see. Tell us what you don't want to see. Uh, DM see, us. you we... can't see nothing. This is oh, a podcast. Tell us what you don't want to hear. <laughs> uh, we love talking to you guys on social media, so never be afraid to reach out. We love when we get a DM. We always try to reply back as soon as we can. But yeah, follow us on all the social medias. We don't just post about the content we are recording. We post like fun throwbacks that will uh, create an alert in your brain that hasn't been alerted in a while. <laughs> So yeah, we just want you guys to have fun listening to this as we have as we have so much fun making it. So yeah. All right. Well, that is it for us on the Time Machine today. And until next time, we will see you later, time travelers. Always buckle your seatbelts. Good luck, Charlie. <laughs>